Each and every week, I talk to very interesting people, and the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Bissons. Well, folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone who's making a difference in the financial world, and and this week is no exception. We're going to go to Austin, Texas. We're going to interview Laura Adams, and she is the host of a podcast called Money Girl. Laura, welcome in. Thank you so much for having me. Talk, talk to us about Money Girl. What is it and why should people listen? It is a show I've been doing for a decade now. I can't believe I've been podcasting that long. But it's all about helping people understand pretty complex topics in a very simple way. So the show's typically anywhere from, I'd say, 10 to 20 minutes. Sometimes we go longer if we have an interesting interview. But we cover all kinds of topics, everything from saving money to how to save for retirement, insurance, taxes, starting a business. There's really no aspect of personal finance that we don't touch upon. So I get to answer a lot of listener questions and and get feedback, which is really fun. That's one of the most favorite parts of the show for me is just getting feedback from folks who are enjoying the show and hearing their questions and helping them save money and ultimately live a, a richer life and if, in whatever way that means to them. Uh, being Having a richer life is not always about money, but if you do have a good financial base, you have uh, the opportunity to do what you want to with your life and take it in whatever direction that you want to go. You know, I think the hardest part that people have when we're talking about retirement is looking at this lump sum they built up over the years, if they're lucky enough to have built up a lump sum using 401k or IRAs or maybe inherit some money, and converting that into what I call a financial fill-up every year, and that is giving their uh, their accounts a boost of retirement income. It's translating that lump sum into an income. It's, that's the hardest part I think a lot of people are struggling with. It's true. And I've seen my parents struggle with that as well, you know, and they were fortunate enough to be able to accumulate a nice little nest egg. And and then it's like, how do we make this last? And how do we know how long we need to make it last? There are a lot of unknowns that that happen in retirement. We don't know what our health is going to be like. We don't know, you know, a lot about the future, but it's all about planning. And for many people who are a little behind the eight ball, they'll say, is it too late? You know, is there still hope for me? Can I still get a retirement at this point? And I tell people it's never too late to get started. And if you're struggling to put money aside, I think it can come down to how do I change my spending? How do I change my budget so that I can carve out more to set aside? So for many people, that's the key. How do I spend less or maybe how do I make more or do a combination of those things in order to get ahead so that I can have a comfortable retirement to look forward to? So retirement income, we know it's a problem. It's a problem because many people don't know what to do. But then the bigger problem I see is people haven't saved enough for retirement. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's it's true. People are definitely behind in the amount that they need. They underestimate what they'll need. So this is something that you may need to get a little help with. You may need to use an online calculator. You may need to use a human advisor to help you figure out how much you need. Um, And then the key is, how do I get there? What do I do to put aside enough money to get there? And in some cases, it means making some sacrifices. In other cases, it means just being a little smarter about how you're spending money right now. 
And people always say, well, what do I do? You know, how do I, how do I cut back like this week? Uh, and there are a lot of ways to do that with the holidays coming. You know, this is definitely a time of year where people need to be a little more conscious about their spending. But I've got a lot of tips there. You know, one is to look at the expenses that you have every single month. What are you paying for that you really need, but, you know, you just want to pay less for it? So what about your smartphone? If you're like me, you are on your phone all the time. You're not going to be able to eliminate that. But if you can cut that cost, well, that's going to go a really long way because carving that money out means, okay, that's more than I can put toward retirement. So check out a site like trackphone.com to find out what is out there that's more affordable for you. How can you stay connected to your family and friends for less money? So that's that's something that um, you know I encourage all of my friends to do. Pay less for your smartphone plan. What about insurance? Well, we've all got to have auto insurance, so you know, shop that, shop that and compare on a regular basis. People are not shopping their insurance as often as they, as they really should. What about your gym membership? Are you, you know, not going to the gym? Are you paying for some kind of program that you're just not using? Maybe it's time to cut it and just get on uh, your feet instead and go for a walk. So all these things that we're paying for month after month after month, you need to reevaluate them and find ways to pay less. Yeah, one of the things I know you talk about is is ways to save on taxes, and I think that's a it's a big point with a lot of folks because many people are overpaying on taxes, don't even realize it. Yeah, it's true. There are a lot of deductions that are out there that people don't realize. I love retirement accounts because not only are you putting money aside for the future, but you're cutting your taxes at the very same time. It's a real win-win. So if you're not maxing out a retirement plan at work or contributing to an IRA or maybe a SEP IRA, if you're a freelancer or you've got self-employment income, that's a great way to cut your taxes while you're saving. I love health savings accounts for the same reason. If you've got a high deductible health plan, a health savings account is a great way to save money on your medical expenses. And if you keep that thing long enough, the funds in that account actually turn into something that look a lot more like a retirement plan because when you're over 65, you can spend those funds on anything that you want. You don't have to just spend them on medical, uh, medical costs. So that's another great account that I love. And think about the deductions maybe that you're just not keeping track of. So are you tracking your medical expenses that could be deductible? You know, are you getting all of the tax breaks that you're entitled to? In a lot of cases, it may make sense to go to see a professional accountant to allow them to help you maximize, uh, you know, and minimize what you're paying in taxes. They're going to cost a little bit of money, but in some cases, they may be able to save you that much or more. In your experience in the financial world and retirement world, are people, as they get close to what we call the financial red zone, which is within five years of retirement, are they taking too much risk with money they're going to need for the rest of their life? Yeah, you know, it's a really good question because some people are not taking enough risk. Some people are taking way too much risk. And this is uh, a really fine line that, that folks have to straddle because you do want to maintain uh, a more conservative portfolio moving into retirement, but you can't go all cash, right? You can't just turn everything into something super duper conservative. You're, might, you might need that money to grow for another 20 years if you're lucky. So there does have to be a portion of your portfolio that is continuing to grow and that does have some amount of risk. 
But by and large, when you're about five years from retirement, you do need to be shifting into more conservative investments and a little bit more cash as well. So that's something that you can definitely get some help with from an advisor if you're really not sure what that shift is. Um, but I think people just need to be aware of that as a concept. You know, the closer you get to retirement, the more conservative you need to be because you're all about preserving the money, right? You want to really preserve what you have grown and put less of it at risk. Got one final question uh, for you as we run up to the break here, and and it, and it deals with long term care. And I know, and when people hear that that term, they they run to the other room. They don't want to hear it. They turn their ears off. But what's your advice to people who don't have a long term care policy? But you know, one in two or one in three Americans are going to need some sort of long term care. What do you advise for the folks that don't have a long term care policy? Yeah, it can be an expensive policy. And so I don't recommend getting it too early. You may not need it until maybe you're in your mid-50s. That's typically a good time to start shopping and looking at what's available. This is a policy that really can, I mean, it can just save you if, if you ever need it. And this is going to provide care for you, no matter whether you've got to you know, stay in your home or, or you need to go to some other uh, type of assisted environment. It can help you. It's going to pay for costs that are not covered by health care. It's going to pay for costs that are typically not covered by disability. So this is a totally separate type of expense that you may need for just day-to-day care you know, day-to-day activities, living, uh, getting dressed, getting food prepared, all those sorts of things that we may not think about so much now when we're younger and healthier, but as you get older, those can those types of costs can be very expensive. And the policy, they're not cheap, you know, I'll tell you, they're not, but there's something that can be very important to your retirement planning to make sure that you don't run out of money if you do have to pay for these costs out of pocket. So start shopping into your mid-50s and, and see what's out there. Um, there are more and more companies that are getting innovative with these plans, um, so I think there, there will be more choices out there for consumers as time goes on. And you've written several books. One is Money Girl's Smart Moves to Grow Rich. How can our listeners find that book? Yeah, they can go to Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. All right. And then all Money Girl podcasts. They just uh, search on Google Money Girl podcast or you have a website. Yeah, so they can definitely search online. Uh, we're on the iTunes, uh, you know, in, in the iTunes store, um, you know, or they can reach me at lauradadams.com on my website. Be so happy for folks to tune in and join me. All right. Well, folks, her name is Laura Adams, and she's just joined us from Austin, Texas. Laura, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Coach Pete. I appreciate it. And, folks, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> 